Bezer Deshem. I wanted to record a quick idea on this week's parsha of Korach. It's brought in the Zohar in the Midrash that Korach is coming from the energy of the second day of creation. The second day of creation was the splitting of the upper and lower waters from each other, which is referred to as machlochet, a division, a split, an argument. It's brought in the Zohar that the fires of hell, of Gehenna, were created on the second day. In the image of Korach being swallowed up into the earth when he rebels against Moses' leadership and tries to take the glory for himself. So quickly, it's brought that the rakia, this firmament, the word rakia, if you flip the letters around, this is brought by the Ramak, Zechar Tzadik Levracha, Rabbi Moshe Cordovera, the teacher of the Arizal, that the letters, I mean, this might be rooted in the Zohar, but that the letters of rakia, when rearranged, is the word ikar, the ikar. The word for ikar, it means the main principal thing, the focal point. So the firmament is the focal point of existence. It's the focal point of the universe. What is the function of the rakia? The function of the rakia, this firmament, is that it separates between the upper and lower waters. The upper waters, we understand that these are the roots of all existence. It would be the concept of all energy and power of any system and of all systems existing all together simultaneously in perfection. Midrashically, these upper waters, they're compared to these privileged existences that get to stay in the king's palace above the firmament, above the rakia. And like this is creating already an idea of status and rank in the creation that you have these upper waters and these lower waters. That these lower waters, they're called crying waters. They're like the salty tears of the ocean. They're crying, they wanna get back. They're desiring, they're yearning. And this, this creation of separating and distinguishing between the ones who feel rejected and the ones who feel, or the ones who are included, this is the main focal point of creation. This is the ichor. And the answer is that we need to understand that when we talk about the realm of the lower waters and we talk about the realm of someone feeling like I'm not that great one, he is, I'm lacking, I'm outside, I'm pushed away, we have to understand that that experience of expression, of being the lowly one, of being the lower waters, beneath the firmament, beneath Archaea, 
This is the ichor of creation. This is the main point of creation. As human beings, we are not meant to be perfect, be complete, be whole. Only the creator is whole. Only the creator is complete. So what are we? Our function is to be in the realm of lower waters and to express the powers of the creator in vessels of weakness, in vessels of limitation, in vessels of I can only be in one place at one time and I can only learn and know so much. This is actually the great Mila, the great contribution and the great beauty of the lower rejected waters is that what they get to be is, is they get to be those items which show the powers of the upper waters and what the upper waters, so to speak, can't do. They can't help but being perfect. They can't help but being all present, all all simultaneous. They can't help but being super spiritual and at all places and at all times. So the function of these lower waters is to be the lower ones that are coming through the other side of the funnel of this rakia, of this firmament, to be those items which express the upper waters, but in congealed time and space. Like if we thought about the root of our soul, we thought about each of ourselves individually, we can imagine and we intuit that in truth, in the real root of my existence, I'm a boundless soul that has a particular nature, but that all that I could ever think express, do, be, enjoy, is all existing at one time, simultaneously. It's all happening at once. I'm experiencing all the bliss that I'm chasing for, that in the root of my soul, in the upper waters, that I also exist in the upper waters. In the root of my soul, where I exist in those upper waters, I already have my bliss, and I already have it all at once, forever. So we have to understand that we already have it. We are already in the realm of the upper waters. But where we exist in the lower waters beneath the rakia, beneath the firmament, this is also just as amazing and important of an experience, which is this is where we get to be feeling blocked from our root of bliss in the upper waters, where we don't get all that we want right now. Rather, we get tiny slivers of it day by day, in this way, earning the bliss that we already have by re-expressing it in the difficulty of the zone of the lower waters that is underneath the firmament, that is underneath that great filter, which takes realities which are rooted in those upper waters and forces them to come out siphoned and split up into separate moments where the pleasure, the understandings, the consciousness, the accomplishments can only be brought out slowly, painstakingly, surgically, 
one moment and one moment of space time at a time. But again, the great contribution of being in that lower water state, it sounds kind of like compared to the upper water state, it sounds like you're the inferior race. You're the inferior one compared to the upper waters. But it's not that way. Because the experience of being in the lower waters, of being beneath the firmament, of being outside the palace for a time, outside that timeless, that palace of timelessness and transcendence, to be forced into space and time is actually such a great thing because it shows the tremendous detail of those upper waters where they can't experience, in a sense, in that realm, you can't experience all that there is to experience if it's all just happening simultaneously. So in another way, the experience of being in the lower waters is greater because there we get, here we get the full rich detail of experience. We get the full rich detail of working through processes in space and time. And so here we meditate on and understand the greatness of being the low one, the greatness of being the rejected one, the greatness of being the weak, the unintelligent one who has to get strong, who has to earn his intelligence. This is called the machloch of the shem shemayim. This is called creating divisions and ranks between levels of reality, between souls, for the sake of an elevation of the name of heaven, that the name of heaven should be expressed much more richly, much more profoundly through the experience of at first being rejected. And this is something that Korach couldn't handle. He had to be number one. But we can appreciate and relish our deficiencies, our lacks, as an opportunity to more fully express the amazing bliss and perfection that is our true nature that we have already inherited and that we are only expressing through our lacks and weakness. Amen.